amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy, man, and it's eight minutes after. My apologies, folks, for starting the show late. Just wanted to make sure that everything was ready to go. Uh, you know, trying to set up these new mics and a couple of new systems in here. It's looking great. 
Uh, love the sound that we're getting right now. Uh, shout out to everybody out there who are newly listening to the show, all the listeners out there on the West Coast. I see you guys. B.I.G., shout out to you. All my people out there in Pennsylvania. I see my Pennsylvania folks out there. L.A., I see you in the house again. Uh, let's see. We got, man, we got people from all over the place out here. We got some, uh, let's see, Boston, it looks like, Boston area or Massachusetts. So shout out to everybody out there. And, of course, B.I.G., shout out to all my North Carolina folks, all my N.C. family out there who are listening via uh, I don't know, maybe they're listening via radio, or maybe they're listening via online. However you guys are listening, B.I.G., shout out to you, and I appreciate the love that you guys show. Getting right to the point, but first, let me, uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the show last week. I haven't looked at the numbers. Um, you know, we had a legend on the show with us last week by the name of Bill Duke, uh, who was promoting a book that he wrote, in uh, which which was actually actually a sequel to a movie uh, by the name of Dark Girls. So I don't know who caught that or if you guys, you know, were tuning in with me live. But if you did not listen to that show or if you have not gone back and listened to the archives or you weren't weren't part of uh, part of what we were talking about last week, uh, you know, I, I, I wish that you guys would take the time and, uh, you know, turn off your bullcrap radio there's nothing. There's nothing on radio stations anymore. Music sucks. All music sucks. Even even country music sucks. You, years ago, you could you could depend on a good country song to tell a story about the dog dying the same day that his mama couldn't pay the light bill, the same day that his girlfriend left and his truck broke down. And that's not even country music no more, man. Country music is is, is pop like everything else. But anyway, um, for all you folks who did not listen to the show, you know I challenge you guys to go back and listen to it because. I feel like, and I've listened to it four times right now, I feel like it was a very, uh, uh, it was a learning experience. Um, a lot of the times when I have guests on this show, uh, I think they they somewhat align themselves uh, politically to the left. You know, me being a, 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 a very outspoken and loud mouth <laughs> black conservative uh some some would say it seems that I always have people who who views uh somewhat align with with me and um the great part is you know a lot of the times I do have people come on the show or that call in who don't commonly agree with everything that I say because you don't know what you're gonna get from me i don't i don't uh i I don't hold any punches you know a lot of things that need to be said out here politically speaking and and i don't I don't hold that. You know, that's the beauty of this show where we can come on here and we can talk about the truth uh, for the middle ground, for middle America. You know, the the working individuals who get up every day, you know, whether they like it or not, you know, people who really uh, uh, desire to be free, you know, not only in the physical sense, but also in in the mental sense and also financially, you know, fiscally, who wants responsibility. You know, a a lot of people uh, think the same, but there's also a degree of us who can't think outside of where we align ourselves politically. And I happen to not be one of those people. So despite the folks that come on this show who happen to agree with uh, the way that I vote normally, or, or, you know, those conservative views that I have, if they happen to share those, you know, Mr. Bill Duke was not one of those individuals. Uh, he's more so like me in the soul where you talk about just what's right. And you talk about just what's wrong no matter how they align themselves, you know, no matter who believes in it or, or, or what political party they belong to, 
And uh, I feel like we really got deep and touched some issues that, you know, maybe white folks don't understand, but a lot of black damn sure get it. You know, and, and we were talking about, you know, the color within, and, and not only within the black community, but also within America. Uh, there's a status quo or, or stigma on a certain uh, color of individual uh, from some people, and, and, and there's a bias there. I don't know if, if it's the way some people grew up. I don't know if it's what they've learned. I don't know if it was taught, but there is truth to uh, some people being more fair-skinned or more lighter-skinned. Actually, there's a history to it. So, And we talked about that history. So, I, you know, I just want people to go back and uh, listen to that show, man, and take the time to listen to everything Mr. Bill Duke was saying and, and you know, just listen to the conversation that we had, that we shared, because, you know, frankly, I, I felt like it was a, a, a much-needed conversation. Um, let me let me move along. There are some stories that I'm going to talk about tonight. First of all, before I go into this first story, because it, this this hit for me, um, I'm going to piss a lot of people off tonight. I think, and the reason I'm going to piss a lot of people off is because I'm going to talk about y'all daddy. You know, I'm I'm going to talk about America's daddy. Uh, I'm going to talk about America's favorite Hollywood pop, you know, America's favorite favorite Hollywood dad uh, throughout the years. I'm going to talk about a man. I'm talking about Rudy's daddy. I'm going to talk about Vanessa's daddy, Theo's daddy. Uh, I'm going to talk about Claire's husband, you know, Sandra's dad. And 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 I don't know uh, who can take that. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who who are are, are going to curse me out. There's a lot of people who are going to say, how dare you? Uh, there's a lot of people who probably won't hear me out. And while many of you are probably going to say, you know, who am I to talk about the great Dr. Bill Cosby? You know, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to approach this this thing that I've been running from that I said I wouldn't talk about on this show until – you know, the, the the truths came out, the court came out with it. But, you know, if I could talk about Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman, you know, if, if I could talk about uh, every other incident and every other tragedy and every other crime that's committed or every other allegation or every other entertainer, politician, mom, dad, pop, or individual, period. If I could talk about those individuals, and, and, and proclaim to be an individual who who speaks for right, so help me God, period, then Mr. Bill Cosby, with all due respect, is not untouchable. Mr. Bill Cosby is not taboo. And there's a there's a thing going around right now about Mr. Bill Cosby. Uh, that I'm gonna get on here in a few, and and and, and I want you guys to discern, man. I, I want you to discern. I, I want I want you to I want you to think about. Uh, I'm I'm gonna read a story from a woman who claimed that she was raped. Uh, a, a second woman who claimed that she was raped, and I'm gonna put some of these things in perspective, and and I hope that you guys have the ability to discern 
but I hope that you hear me out and understand what I'm saying. But before I go there, uh, y'all know I love myself some L.A., man. I loved all the time that I spent out there, that I that I shared an apartment out there with some individuals. Loved the time that I worked out there. Shout out to Baller Records. Shout out to Thug Line Records. Shout out to uh, Bone Thug Records, Capital Records, all of that. Shout out to all you guys. Uh, Interscope, shout out to you guys, Jimmy Yavin, all my people over there, Interscope, who who still uh, <laughs> who still know me. You know, when when you're in the entertainment industry, uh, people get to the point where they don't they don't know you anymore if you're not relevant or if you're not doing business with them anymore. They they don't know you. But shout out to all, all the people out there who still know me. It's well documented. Anyway, uh, L.A. Uh, L.A. Unified says girl 14 could consent. To sex with her teacher. Uh, the Los Angeles Unified School District has fired uh, one of the, one of the attorneys who argued that a 14 year old student could consent could consent to sex with her teacher. 14, 14 years old. Uh, the arguments were made in a civil case uh that was filed last year by the student who who was seeking some financial compensation from the district of course right um and and this she's not 14 anymore uh, i think this is 5 years ago if i'm not mistaken uh this young lady today says she suffered emotional trauma from a 5 month sexual relationship uh nearly 4 years ago 4 years i'm sorry so she suffered trauma emotionally from a, from a, from a 5 month relationship that she had with a, a middle school math teacher, with her middle school math teacher uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, officials were saying that she was willingly partaking in sexual intercourse with her teacher. Uh, you know, while they were sympathetic of the pain they claim and, and, and you know, of this type of inappropriate relationship, you know, it was, they were sympathetic for her. They were sympathetic to her family. You know, they hate that it happened, but in another breath, they argue the fact that a 14-year-old was able to consent to having sex with a teacher. Now, I don't know. Have you ever? Have, I, I just wonder, man. It, it's amazing to me because people act like, yeah, hold that for me. People, people act like they've never heard the term. If I knew back then what I know now. Right? How many of us have have you? I've said it a million times over. I know. Realistically, I know hundreds of times I've said it throughout my lifetime. Man, if I knew then what I know now, I'd be a lot better off. And 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 you know, a lot of the times we say that because through life we get ourselves in situations that make us wish we knew better, or make us wish we knew. Uh, uh, back then, sometimes we recall situations that make us wish we knew, you know, during that time what we know today. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm here to tell you that those situations and those views and those comments comes with age. Like we say that because we're older now, we're more experienced now, we've been through more things, so it's easy to look back. And, and 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 for all of us, it's easy to look back and say, when I was 14 and I did this, I wish I knew what I what I knew when I'm 35. Hell, 25. Hell, even 20. So manipulation of a man versus a child, man, that's an easy win. 
We're talking about a middle school teacher, uh, uh, 20-something years old, 30-something years old, 40 and upward. I, I'm not sure how old the man was. As I, as I look at him, and, I, and I'm being generous, he looked to be anywhere from 28 to, to, to 40 years old. Okay, anywhere from 28 to 40 years old. And, and Mr. Elkis Hermida is his name, by the way. And, and you get his name from the sexual uh, 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 offenders website. Okay, so I, I'm not violating any laws, but it's easy to manipulate a child. Like m- most of us parents, we won't admit it, but a lot of the things we do, a lot of the parenting we do is manipulation at its best. You know, we get our children to do things based off luxury, sometimes threats. But most good parents are only using manipulation to gain trust, to gain understanding, and to make their children listen and do things better in life than what we we once did. Like a lot of the things I I tell my kids is pure manipulation. Hey, don't do this because you could die. Don't run in the street because you could die. You could get hit by a truck and you could die. See, I'm manipulating them. I'm telling them, hey, you might die. See, kids understand Humans understand what life and death is. So when we tell our kids, hey, look both ways across the street because we don't want you to run out in front of the cars and get hit, it's a lesson, but it's also manipulation. So what do you think this grown-ass man, this grown-ass math teacher, see, I'll put this in first person. I I bring this into my house because my daughter is 14 years old, all right? That's my daughter. And 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 my daughter is 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 bright. She, I, I can't even I can't even get all my thoughts out right now. I know it's choppy, y'all. Y'all gotta bear with me because I, it's personal for me. Because all I can see is this this school district, right? This LA school district, and and these attorneys saying that someone like my smart ass fourteen year old daughter, because she's brilliant, she's bright, you know, she's a straight A student, not an A B student. Not that, it, not that there's anything wrong with the A-B student, but she's a straight A student, and it comes to her easy, right? And, and, and she has great common sense, right? So I, I, I don't know the young lady that was assaulted, because this is assault, right? This, this is not – this wasn't consensual. This, this is assault. Anytime a grown-ass man – gets in a relationship with a, 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 a child, a baby, a 14-year-old, okay? A 14-year-old is not the same as a 19-year-old, okay? It's not even the same as a 16-year-old. Just because you throw that teen, that's, that teen still means child. And they still have childlike ways. So no matter how smart my daughter is, right, or the woman or, or the young girl that was manipulated, the teenager that was manipulated and assaulted by this trusted teacher. See, we trust our teachers, man. Listen, there's a lot of kids out here, your kids and mine, who are probably telling their teachers their most favorite teacher, their most trusted teacher, the one they where they might go hang out in the classrooms. Y'all know how it was when we were in school. You know, when you we all had this favorite teacher that we could go to about anything. You know, I know girls who weren't comfortable talking about uh, their sexuality at a young age or, 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 or even, you know, when they became a woman, even their, their puberty, you know, they didn't feel comfortable talking to their parents about it. So I know teachers 
who taught out my friends, you know, some of these girls out here about puberty and the things that they would go through and actually took them to the store and, and had things in, in their classroom for them or let them leave out of the class or come hang out before class and spend extra time with them because their parents didn't do it at home or because the child, you know, my friends didn't feel comfortable talking to their parents about some of the things that they went through physically or mentally. They just didn't feel comfortable because, let's face it, sometimes as parents, we're not easy to talk to. And school is just like a job. If your kids go to public school, we spend more time on our jobs than we spend at home, roughly. A lot of time, wake time, interacting time. So just like school, when we send your kids off to school from 8 to 4 or or 7 to 4 or 5 or 7 to 3 or whatever time, the bulk of their day is being spent with these adults who are employed to be not only teachers but leaders and mentors and to love our children, not to take advantage of them and manipulate them and try to screw them. See, and this also goes, let me let me take a shout at some of the parents out here. And, and, and I know y'all ain't going to like it. I know y'all disagree with it. I know you might got a problem with it. You maybe curse me out about it. But the fact of the matter is, if your damn child is 14 years old, your daughter, and you're allowing her to dress too promiscuously, okay, and, and, and her attire is too tight, and, 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 and her ass is popping out of her dress, you know, and, and her breasts are popping out of her shirt, or she can't bend over without her breasts popping out of her shirt, or, or, or it's too, too visible, okay, if you're allowing your children to dress like that, they're going to entice these sick-ass individuals. They're going to cause men to look at them. If your child is walking around here and she's filled out and looks like a woman physically, grown men are going to watch your damn child. It's going to happen. And it's nobody's fault but yours. I know you don't like it. I know you don't want to hear it. I know there are perverts. Shout out to R. Kelly, the biggest pervert of, of them all, which is why I won't listen to the man's music. I hate to even say his name, but the man is a freak. He's a pervert. He's the lowest scum of the freaking earth. For, for manipulating and doing the same thing that Mr. Hermida or, or, or whatever his name was, this teacher in, in L.A. did with this 14-year-old girl. He's no different. There's a special place in hell for individuals like that who like to manipulate young girls and take advantage of them and have sex with them and, and take away the only little bit of innocence that a lot of them have remaining. There are a lot of mouthy-ass children out here. There are a lot of grown-ass children out here who do too much, who say too much, who act unaccordingly, okay? They act out. They're promiscuous in the way that they walk, in the way that they talk, and everything about them is just wrong. But one thing about it, a lot of these children are not having sex until you grown-ass scums of the earth approach them and you make them feel like it's okay to do, it's okay to be with me, I'm going to take care of you for the rest of your life because let's face it, we all want to feel that kind of love, we all want to be taken care of and especially the young women out there who don't have fathers in their household to love them so they're looking for love and some respect in their teachers and in their mentors. And then you got scum of the earth like this guy who wants to prey on those emotions. 
who wants to reel these young girls in and and and, and control them and and make them theirs and 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 make love slaves out of these children. That's just nasty. It's disgusting. You guys disgust me. I wish like hell. You know what, man? I, I, I man, I, I just it doesn't make any sense to me what a grown man would want with the child in the first place. For years, I didn't I didn't want to accept the fact that it's a sickness. But it is. It is a sickness. You have to be sick in the head to be a grown man but desiring to have sex with a child. Young children don't even know how to properly take care of themselves, if you know what I mean. Young girls don't know how to take care of themselves like women know how to take care of themselves. Young girls don't know how to take care of the needs of a man the way that a woman knows how to take care of the needs of a man. So for a grown-ass man in his, that's not even in his right mind to even feel like that's attractive or, or, or feel like there's something there or feel the need to be with a young girl is just pure sick and demonic in their brain and there's something that needs to be done with these individuals. I can't begin to even explain my disgust with these type of individuals, but man, it, it, it really worries me because there's a lot of young girls out here who are going through this with the people that they trust, what they trust, not only in the classroom, but in their homes, man, in the neighborhoods, with, with family. And they don't feel comfortable talking about it. They're not going to talk to anybody about it. Because for the simple reason of they're scared. Why are they scared? Because they're kids. And a lot of kids think they're going to get in trouble or they did something wrong because they don't understand uh, uh, the extremity of what's going on. They don't get it. It's not clear to them because they can't reason. And again, they can't go back to what they know now if they knew then what they know now because they haven't lived enough life to be able to say, hey, I wish I knew then what I know now. They haven't lived enough life to even say that. They haven't been through enough. They're not old enough. They're still children. Going to a call out of the 323. You're on the air with Pudgy. Who's this? What's up, Pudgy? What's going on, brother? Hey, man, this this Mill, bro. Mill, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm I, I didn't catch your voice. I'm sorry, brother. My apologies. Hey, man, I see you on the rant right now. I got a, it's the, I got something I wanna, I wanna add to that, Pudgy. By all means. You know, I read once in a book by a French philosopher. Rene Descartes, and he mentioned that the more intelligent you are, the more you are subject to acts of depravity. We got to recognize that people with these problems, these pedophiles, they seek professions that allow them to act with impunity. So you see mm-hmm. them become school teachers. You'll see them become dentists so they can knock people out and touch them up while they sleep. Yeah. They become priests so they can interact with young children and groom them and molest them throughout their adolescent years. 
whatever that they, whatever they're doing is not working in the filtering process when they get these when they hire these individuals. And it's almost like consensus among them in the way that they think about things that allow these things to happen. See, because if you watch and you keep in close eyes on your teachers, there's no way that they could be molesting children. There's no way possible that that man would have the time, nor would he have the nuts to sit down and think about having sex with a 14-year-old girl. See, he took the job because he knew he can do it. What a hell of a that's the thing that they got. We got to understand in society that people seek these positions. They can do that. They don't become teachers and become pedophiles. He was a pedophile when he showed up to apply for the job. See where I'm coming from? I'm just, I, I man, I hear you loud and clear. Like I, I mean, when I when I say I hear you loud and clear, brother, I I, I get it. I mean, I can dig it. And and I'm always watching folks, and and I'm I'm also I'm I'm a mentor, and I do a lot of coaching and and uh, you know a, a lot of events, and I'm always around folks, and I'm always around their children, and I love kids. I have five of my own, and and I always try to show the same love to other kids that my kids get, giving them five, encouraging them, hugging them. But you know what, man? I feel uncomfortable these days. Because of the simple fact, you don't know what's on the minds of individuals who aren't like me. Yeah. Who also frequent these places, who also are mentors, who also are coaches. And I feel uncomfortable because I always try to, I want the parents to be around. I want you to understand, look at how I'm hugging your daughter. Look at the distance. Look at the space. Look at the love I'm showing. Look at how genuine I am. So you'll know when there's somebody who's acting a damn fool. You'll know when oh, yeah. there's somebody who's not sincere. It should stick out like a sore thumb. It's kind of like a church hug and a club hug. It's two different hugs. Yeah, you don't want that full body hug out there, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, you got that. Absolutely. You know, you know, are, Pudgy. You know how it goes, man. What they say, water seats is lowest level. Yes, sir. You know? So if these they, these guys not gonna go where they can where you gonna find people putting up resistance, you know? You're not gonna go to college because they grown. You want kids in the first place. You know I'm gonna say something that's gonna piss a lot of people off real quick, Budgie, if you don't mind. Speak when your mind, brother. Speak your piece. When it comes down to people who seeking these professions in which that enable them to get away with their particular vices, strong vices I might add. You know, like this sexual, the sexual deviance and whatnot. You got to look at another thing. You know, and I hate to bring this up, but I got to. You got to look at the police department, as 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 well as these different uh, uh, professions. You know, not not for sexual things, even though they can, because there's been documented evidence that the police have done these types of things. But you have oh, yeah. intelligent people who join the police force who are mentally depraved, who have seriously extreme racial problems, and they understand and they are directed by those who influence them to join the police department as a way to murder with impunity. 
So when you talk about depravity and people seeking these these positions that allow them to get away with those types of things, not only that, you got to look at the judges, you got to look at the doctors, you got to look at the lawyers. If these people are not necessarily mentally and morally fit, you can have things like this happening all over the place, from the young man that got killed in Missouri to the young girl that's getting raped. The thing is that these adults are taking advantage of the younger people simply because they haven't been there, they haven't done that, they don't have that twenty twenty hindsight. Mm. And they understand you know, what they're doing, show up. It's 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 funny, it's amazing. It's not even funny, it's it's amazing you say that. Because here here's and, and I want you to hear me out. Here here's what the conclusion that I've come up with. Because I, I see this and and I'm gonna piss a lot of folks off again. But it's okay because I only know one truth. The system, this this thing is systematic. It's it's not one individual person. It's not one individual pervert. This thing is systematic because when you look at the entire system and the state in which I, I can only speak for America right now. I can't speak on. I'm not an expert on the world. I can only speak on America right now. If you look at the state of America. And, and and the things that are allowed and the things that people talk about and the things that are being legislatively pushed and passed and protested and preached on and defended, by the way, it's a systematic approach. They want, the system wants our children to smoke and it be well and okay, and I ain't knocking nobody who smoke weed. Y'all do what you do. But where I'm from, I understand what gateway drugs are. I understand where it starts, and I've seen the end result until after the fact, which means six foot under. But I'll get into that in a second. See, the system wants your children to be on pills, the first time you can't control your kids, the first time a teacher has to be unconventional when teaching a child, the first time they have to spend extra child on one individual child. So you want all these children to sit in a classroom and be cloned, and that's just not what's going to happen. That's not real life. That's not reality. See, all kids aren't the same. Some kids are highly freaking active. Some kids can't sit down for 10, 15, or 20 minutes. A lot of kids can't sit down for five minutes. Yeah. So they're not going to act the same as the other 28 kids in the classroom because, you know what, that one kid is a little bit different, and you need to spend more time with that one child. But, see, in the public sector, you don't have that time to spend. You don't have the resources to spend because it boils down to money. There's only one teacher in the classroom that's being overworked, too many kids in the classroom. So when you got one child that's acting out only because they need more attention, they don't fit. Go to the principal's office, call mama. Mama has to get off work. Now mama's probably going to lose her job because she has to continue to get off work because you know what? She has a child whose brain is a little bit overreactive. He's not getting in trouble. He just likes to raise his hand, or, or maybe he forgets to raise his hand, and he likes to stand up, or she likes to stand up and shout out the answer when they know it. Because you know what? They're happy on what they've learned. They want to share their children. They want everybody to know it. And that one child is a little bit different, a little bit special, if you will. That doesn't mean they have to be medicated. But the system wants your children to pop pills. Okay. Yeah. Not only that. I'm not done. Not only that, because you need to add these together. 
See, not only do the system want your children to pop pills when they're a little bit different, they also want them to screw. They want them to screw, 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 screw. They want them to have babies and be stuck in situations that they can't get themselves out of. They want them to have sex and have a lot of it and be frugal and be and multiply. And, and they want life to be just a party. If it wasn't so, if it wasn't so, then shaking your ass and dropping it wise hot and all that wouldn't be just that popular. If it wasn't so, the music that they play at schools and pep rallies and all over the radio and the music that's mainstream today is only talking about sex, dope, sex, dope, violence. sex, dope, party, violence, 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 sex, dope, party, violence, violence, violence. And they put that together and they mix it all up in the pot. And then they expect your children to go to class and sit there like they got good sense. This is a systematic thing. Not, not, not only that, not only that, all right? Not only that, let's add one more thing to the pot. And if the pills don't get them because they're a little bit different in the classroom, okay, and if they're the type of kid to say, you know what, my dad smoked weed, then he started smoking crack, and then he went downhill and we lost everything we got, and then my dad died or my mom or somebody in my family or some neighbor or somebody I knew, okay, if they understand that and they say, you know what, I'm not going to do nobody's dope, I'm not going to smoke nobody's weed, I'm not going to smoke no drove, no loud, I'm going to do my own thing, and I'm going to leave that alone. If that's not good enough for them, then they'll legalize it. And they'll tell you that because you, when you were in school, you didn't listen well and your mom didn't put you on medication. Okay. So now if you're a little bit depressed, that comes from when your mom didn't put you on medication or didn't teach you the way that you should have been taught and you didn't get the attention that you need. So you know what's wrong with you? You're depressed. We're going to give you this medical card, right? And you can go to the doctor and you can smoke a little bit of marijuana and it's going to make you feel a lot better. It's a systematic thing. No one is talking. No one is having conversations anymore. No one is sitting down and saying, you know what, what's really wrong with you? People aren't taking the time to teach that little extra time. And that's a shout out to parents and some teachers. I know teachers are underpaid, but there's a lot of damn parents out here that can volunteer that ain't doing nothing. I'm saying a lot of them aren't working. Okay, all parents aren't working around the clock. A lot of them can volunteer that hour or two or sit in the classroom and help that teacher out. Because I guarantee you, out of 28 students in the class or 30 and 35 students in the class, if 15 of those parents would sit in, it would damn near cover a shift every day of the week. Let me ask you a question, Pudgy. Go for it. When, you, when, when a child shows up to school and they don't know how to behave properly, Whose problem is? Whose fault is that? It's my fault if it's my child. See, that's the thing. I heard a lady say, and this is a prevailing attitude among our younger generation of parents. They're trying to raise hip-hop stars and gangbangers, you know, because one thing that's coming to, to the surface along, you know, during these years is, is one thing that a lot of people really have forgotten about. It's crack babies are full grown now. Yes, sir. And then crack babies full grown, they walking around having children, and they educated those children according to the way that they were educated. Yeah. You know, some of them were educated by two by two, um, Easy E, and a bunch of these other cats. They were educated by these people. Like it or not, that stuff is education because it's teaching them. 
they grew up during the crack era, so not only was they crack babies, they was crack dealers, they was gangbangers, real violent with very little self-control, very little reasoning skills, growing up in the streets, Compton, Los Angeles, or, 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 or places out in, in the south and the east coast and different cities in America. These people are raising children, and not only are they raising children, they raising children in front of the TV. And see, so you talk, you say that these kids get to school and they getting medicated. You, when you look at something, you look at the amount of children that you see playing outside today, as opposed to when we were children. How many women want to, or, or I'm, I'm saying parents want to keep their uh, children inside the house all day, every day? Of course, mm-hmm. they don't get on your nerves. They kids, let them outside and play. But since they can't go outside and play, not only are they poorly uh, educated as far as, as, as problem solving, they hyper because when they get to school, they're outside now. So at home, they locked in there with their mom, and she's screaming and tripping and going, or their pops, they screaming and tripping. But then when they get to school, now they're free all of a sudden. So they wonder, sooner or later, you got to burn that off, right? Absolutely. School, Even adults do it. And, and the first thing they say, oh, he, 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 he's definitely got ADHD. Look how he just can't sit down. He's a kid. Got to medicate him, man. Got to medicate him. Quick. Let's give him the pill. Let's medicate him. That's what they do, right? So everybody got to be on some kind of strange, bizarre drug. Got all these strange diseases. And, 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 and not to mention, you know, get back to the pedophiles. The pedophiles know that. See, the pedophile, he already knows who to pick out because this kid can't be believed. This kid is bad to the bone. This kid has problems at home. And he's confiding me. Now I get to do groom or whatever it is that they do, which allows them, you know, that extra access because now you got a kid that don't want to go home and have to sit in the house. Still outside using the teacher, thinking that they're using the teacher to stay outside, but the teacher is actually using them, like the like like the creep that, that you're talking about in Los Angeles, and there's a lot of them. Like I say, they're shrewd. They, they, they're really smart people. They know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. They need to absolutely. be watched. You got video cameras in these schools. You need to have, you, there has got to be some kind of protocol that limits interaction between students having, allowing a man to be by himself with a girl in that classroom at any time. Especially a young teenager, man. Protocol. Listen, bro, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me move on in, into this right here. Let, let, let me move on. Um. And, and it's kind of this is kind of in the same uh, scope of things, uh, maybe even worse. Now this is a this is an industry that I happen to know uh, a lot about, which is the entertainment industry. And one thing about the entertainment industry that I know uh, is that the entertainment industry is a lie. For those who don't know. The entire entertainment industry is one big lie. Everybody's lying. I lied. They lied. We all lie in the entertainment industry. I'm not talking about this radio show. I'm talking about when I was in hip-hop, in the music industry, I'll say. Everybody's lying. And whoever can tell the best lie and get the most people to believe it and can stick with that lie is the person that wins. And that's the entertainment industry. That's the music industry. That's the film industry. It's just one big lie. And, and very little truth. Uh, 
so what happens is in entertainment, especially movies like TV shows, for for, for example, uh, we watch these television shows and we forget that it's televised programming. Are you with me? We, we forget that it's televised programming now, and we forget. We watch we forget absolutely. We also forget that somewhere along the way, there has been a group of people who have gotten together and they've said, we have to come up with something that make people want to listen to what we say and want to keep coming back for more. In theory, in the grand scheme of things, these are the same thoughts of 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 a of a, of a drug addict. I'm sorry, a drug of a drug dealer. You know, we have to have a product that we can give to the people and make them keep coming back for more and make them love us. But see, in television, here's the funny thing: we begin to idolize these figures. We begin to idolize these people. We begin to idolize what they do, what they look like, what they wear, their voice, their thoughts, their opinions. And a lot of the times, everything that they do, we embody that in first person. Which takes me to the Cosby show. And as I said at the top of the show, I know that I'm going to piss off a lot of people by talking about Theo, Vanessa, Rudy. Uh, 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 Sandra and, and, and Claire's husband and their daddy and Claire's husband. I know I'm going to piss a lot of people off by talking about Mr. Bill Cosby, but I'm here to tell you guys I ran from this story. No, no, not only this story, but I've ran from these stories for long enough. For long enough, I've ran from these stories. When Ben Roethlisberger was charged with, I, I can't remember, three or four uh, sexual misconducts and got off. I said, Ben, I said, he's a rapist. Quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I said, he's a rapist. I read the stories, okay, and, 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 I, and I read the reports. I read the court documents. And my opinion on what I read, not based on what anybody told me, my opinion was that this man is a rapist. And he uses his bodyguards to rape women. And he was almost convicted, but he got off because he's a what? He's an entertainer. He's a celebrity. So now, in 2004, uh, a story came out about the great Bill Cosby. Someone that people champion. Someone that people love. Uh, people have love for generations. A lot of people have sculpted their households behind the very televised programming that we watched as kids for right or wrong we have a lot of people have token his 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 television style of parenting and 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 we've made it a winning way to go you know a winning way to parent you know this is the approach and in 2004 when Andrea Constant filed a lawsuit against Bill Cosby for sexual assault I couldn't believe it. I absolutely couldn't believe it. I said, ain't no way. She's trying to get money. That's a gold digger. She's wrong. I didn't give this woman the benefit of the doubt at all. Okay? I instantly, because he's an entertainer, and I don't know this woman, right? But because he's an entertainer and he's someone that I held dear, right? And somebody that I put on a pedestal 
not only because of his entertaining, but I also put him on a pedestal because, let's face it, man, that's Bill Cosby, yo. That's Bill Cosby, yo. <laughs> Bill Cosby ain't got to rape nobody, man. Bill Cosby got Claire. Yelling pretty pops. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing to come to my mind. I'm not even thinking about Emil, his real wife. I'm thinking about, man, Bill Cosby got Claire, man. Bill Cosby ain't raped nobody, man. Bill Cosby, he 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 does all these speeches at these gra- at these college graduations, man. He used to rock all them dope sweaters with the pins on them and support for different black colleges. And then if I fast forward to today, I'm like, man, Bill Cosby is a he he's somebody like me, man. He 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 has conservative principles, which I feel like are are, are the token of Americans. You know, live free, live frugal, live responsible, anti-government. You know, use the government when you need them and don't allow them to have too much space. You know, those are things that I think everybody, you know, pay your own way, believe in God. Man, those are things I think that works for everybody. And Bill Cosby seems to agree with some of the things that he said. Bill Cosby out here telling people, yo, pull your pants up. I'm loving that. He's out there telling fathers, yo, be, be a father to your child. Yo, I got an organization called I Love Being a Black Father. Why wouldn't I love Bill Cosby? Yeah. I totally disregarded this lady, Andrea Constant. I totally didn't give this woman the benefit of a doubt. She instantly was alive because it's one woman against the machine. See, Bill Cosby has a machine behind him. He's in a perfect space. He's a black man that speak out about black people. He doesn't really take a political stance. See, that's the scary part. That's why you know he has a machine. He doesn't take a political stance. So that allows everybody to get behind him. That allows Democrats to get behind him. That allows Republicans to get behind him, conservatives, liberals. A little bit of everybody going to back this guy. This is Jello Pudding Pop Daddy. This is America's father. Yeah. This is not only Bill Cosby. This is Dr. Huxtable, man. So everybody's going to totally disregard this woman for this claim that she made. While we sit out and we preach so automatically. But, 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 but see, on the other hand, if you, if you subtract Mr. Bill Cosby from the equation, we're out here talking about women's rights. We're out here talk, talking about suffrage. You know, we're out here talking about equality. We're talking about speak out. We're talking about, no, it's not going to happen again. I know you guys have seen the commercial, no means no. You know, we're talking about that, speak out against it. We're talking about Kobe Bryant. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about all these men who have been convicted for these charges, and we're saying, you know what, throw the book at their ass. Make them go to prison. They should, they should pay. They, you know, women shouldn't be suffering like that. These men got to get their hands off these women and I'll be the first to tell you that I've been involved with in one way or the other, either romantically or personally involved by knowing them or being a great friend. As I said before on the show, you know, with tears in my eyes, probably 80-something percent of the women that I know have been fondled, touched, or mishandled by some freak show of a man some kind of way in their lifetime. And I guarantee you 50% of them never tell anybody. They got to carry it to the grave. So here's a woman, not one woman, but also two women. I, I, I think her name is Barbara Bowman, I think. Can we get, let me get, see if I can get her name. Miss, Mrs. Bowman, I'll tell you that. A woman who's married today, 57, 59 years old, 
you know, who's married today with two wonderful children, don't want for anything, is well off. And she said, you know what? Bill Cosby got me too. And we disregard it because it's Bill Cosby. Not 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 because it's Bill Cosby, because it's Dr. Hustable. Heathcliff Hustable, man. Theo's daddy. Rudy's daddy. Claire's husband. You know? You know I didn't mess. I don't know if I even disregarded or whether or not I actually cared. And the reason I say that is because I just don't I don't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Sometimes some things are so difficult to prove or disprove. I mean it, it's it's almost I mean it's really mind boggling. You know, because the standard of proof to in, that that would be needed to actually convict him is really high, and the standard of proof in 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 order to actually uh, absolve him would be really high. You know, because you take in different narratives from different people, and you have to put them together and say which one makes sense. And he's going to obviously get the benefit of the doubt because, like you say, who he is. So in such a situation, the truth would be buried so far. It would be nearly impossible to pull out. But he, listen, brother, here's the amazing thing, right? Coming from Pudgy, anyway. I don't know about everybody else, but coming from Pete Real, coming from me, all right? Here's the amazing thing about all of that. I don't care that it's Bill Cosby. I don't care yeah, that it's Ben Roethlisberger. I don't care that it's Kobe Bryant. I don't care that it's Dave Meggett, who traveled around this country and used the NFL to rape over 20, 30 women throughout his career, who's in prison right now for 50-plus years in life. You know, I don't care that it's these entertainers or these individuals. My whole point in all of this is that we got to start approaching life as this serious and that it's real. We can't approach life according to televised programming. We can't take these entertainers and make them our champions in our household. We can't take Not these people and... All you know Absolutely. is that they read. You know how you liked it, they performed and all this stuff. But that these cats, you know, let's face it, people are people, and people do what people do. It's so real out here, man. It ain't even about well, Bill Cosby. Well, that's that's the thing. See, I, I, I use that as a prelude to say this. It ain't about Bill Cosby. I hope that Bill Cosby is innocent. I hold that man in high regard. And I hope everybody understands that I just do, not based off what he did on TV, but that definitely plays a part, but based off some of the profound things that this man has said. You know what I'm saying? I hold him in high regard. But my whole point in saying all of this, or even tricking people into listening to this show, thinking I was going to just kill this man, is that we got to start approaching life as this real out here, man, because it's real out here. We got to start taking care of our own damn kids according to real damn life and not according to some freaking TV show. You know, because life ain't just what it seems to be like it is on TV. Life ain't just peaches and cream. And then 30 minutes later, your problems ain't going to be over. Sometimes you ain't going to laugh your problems away. Sometimes you ain't going to cry your problems away. You ain't going to be able to pick up the phone and call mom and say, hey, mom, I need $20,000 because I want to go to a new college. That ain't real life for a lot of us out here. 
You know what I'm saying? It's people out here that's hungry that just got to get their ass up and go to work every day and then have to get off work and still have not made enough to make ends week at the end of the week. And guess what? Their children are still needy and they still haven't even talked to their kids because their kids are talking to the freaking pedophile of a math teacher who probably wants to screw them. See, that's what happens when you put when I put both of these situations together. These are the things that happen in real life when we don't pay attention to what's going on in our own household. These are the type of things that happens when we don't talk to our children. These are the type of things that happens when we look at TV and try to make TV our own reality. That's why people are looking at these reality TV shows and a whole lot of you chicks are out here looking at these real life housewives of this, that, and the other, and you're trying to emulate what the hell you see on TV. Most people can't afford a damn red bottom, but half of y'all are out at a damn store looking for a red bottom. And half the time, your kid don't even have a good bottom on the bottom of the freaking shoe. You we know, gotta stop making TV our reality, man, because it's too real out here. Those shows are teaching them girls how to solve problems. As bad as they are at it, they're showing them a certain way to solve problems by screaming, hollering, and getting physically violent with one another as opposed to sitting down and becoming reasonable. And it's showing up everywhere you go. You right. It sells, man. We're living off of a strange, bizarre... We're we living off of ideas from people from Hollywood. I mean, I don't know if that's... I, don't, I, I just can't make that sound terrible enough. We living off of ideas from people from Hollywood. Look on the TV, look in the movies, everything's violence. Like earlier today, you mentioned two things. Y'all actually was today and last show with uh, Bill Duke. Uh, he said edutainment. That was a KRS entertainment. And, and and then you said today everything is sex, drugs, and violence. That was KRS one. Everything yep. is sex, drugs, and violence. It's Seven is seven billion people on the planet. If we can't get past the fact that that sex is good, man, we need a whole new script. We need a whole script, man, and that and that 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 script is real reality TV. That's not on TV. That's happening right before your eyes in that in that television. You know what I'm saying? There's enough going on in our house that we don't need it. And man, I'm not knocking people for entertaining themselves. I mean, I get it. I know you go watch a movie. I know you watch TV, but there's a lot of people who live their life, man, and they can't do anything, excuse me, they can't do anything without these reality TV shows to show them how to act or what to do next or what to wear next. I wish like hell TV would go away for an entire month and an entire year. I wish we couldn't get a broadcast for an entire year because you know what? Then you start seeing some originality. You know, people will go to doing what feels right, what makes sense in their own house versus what they see people wearing on TV or how they see people acting on TV. Let's let's go to a call out of the 919, brother. That's that's my NC area, and I said I would take calls tonight. Stay with me. Let's go to a call out of the 919. We got a few. Your last digits are 5-3. You're on the air with Pudgy. Who's this? Hey, Pudgy. It's Rocco. How are you? Rocco P, host of the Sunday show with Rocco P. What's up, brother? Last Sunday's with Rocco P, host. How you doing, brother? Good. Good. I like the way you, know, you mentioned you segued that into TV. <clears throat> with Cosby, just a quick comment I think I know you'd say. The stuff that came out is really damaging because I think it's about 12 cases, and it does amaze me that it has been underneath the surface this long because you mentioned the 2004 case. I think that was the woman that settled out of court. Is that correct? 
Yes, sir. Okay. You still think, yeah, that was long after. I mean, he was at the height of his popularity in the late 80s, early 90s. You think after that time, people, yeah, he still wouldn't be powerful enough, but still didn't come to the surface. And uh, I, I guess, again, that's just that's the power of the whole entertainment. But you touched on a really powerful point there with reality TV and movies and stuff. And it, it goes back to things we had discussed before with uh, Edward Bernays. Uh, he's considered yep. the father of public relations. They call it, you know, I think about why do they call it TV programs? Because they're programming us. And right. one of the best things they could do, okay, we're not going to get you know, the stations to, to shut themselves off for a month, but nothing's stopping us from shutting it off for a week or a month. I mean, around the time that I gave, that uh, I basically I threw the talent on the NFL, I mean, I'm done with TV too. I'm done. I mean, I'm done. And again, I'm not saying that's a decision for everyone, but I think especially for families, and that's your passion as a dad and as a husband, if families could just, especially you know those who know the Lord Jesus Christ, if they would just basically say, okay, well, we're just going to set aside, let's see what it's like for a week. And uh, I think no one after a week is going to say, wow, you know, there's so much time we could have spent watching TV that we did stuff that we wasted. I mean, people are going to see <laughs> they could do so much more that's good. Uh, that's just my opinion. <laughs> well, well, that's also part of the thing, though. We we spend so much time in our boxes, and you know, I've talked about this a million times over, and and and, and it's a bald thought, you know, it's a bald theory, which I've expanded on for for years now on this show. You know, we spend so much time in our boxes that. We don't see anything that's around us anymore. Like a lot of us don't see oh, yeah. our children. We don't. We don't. We don't see oh, yeah. uh, what's going on in your own household. You know, and 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 Mill, you said something earlier that that just made perfect sense. How do you not know your fourteen-year-old has a relationship with a grown-ass man or, or her teacher? How do you not know that yeah. it's written all over her face in some record? If you have an understanding of your child, if you have a relationship with your child. You should be able to see that there's something going on for five months. How can a school allow them to have that much time together? Thank you. See, that's a, that know. right there itself is really disturbing that they allow that, and that's why I say it's a consensus. It, it, it has to be normal. Just like Sandusky raising a little boy in the shower, it has to be absolutely normal to them. Yeah. Well. Sandusky, that whole case, I mean, he was protected. He was part of a ring because a lot of the elite are complete pedophiles. It's, you know, it's demonic. It's, it was very organized. I mean, Sandusky took the fall, but you're right. People knew about that, not just Joe Paterno. Absolutely. Many people knew about that. But the thing with the, thing with the, with the molestation in the schools and the children, I agree with you, Pudgy. Parents don't know what's going on. But this is also facilitated by the technology with these smartphones. I mean, years ago, you couldn't send someone a photo, I mean, anonymously almost, so now, yeah. I mean, people just, they're not controlling. Technology is a wonderful servant, but a horrible master. And all these cases, I shouldn't say all of them, many of these cases I'm sure you've read, there was particularly when it's a woman with, with a boy, she's she's sending them photos. Man, I just, I just personally, I, I swear to you guys, you know, to me, it's a systematic thing. And and I know these are individual things that are happening, but when you, when you look at them as a whole, man, it's a systematic approach that we're seeing or, or a systematic ex- acceptance 
because these things are allowed to go on. It's like the system wants you want your kids to be so occupied, not not even your children, even us too, you know, people in general, because they're screwing up so bad, like, you know, they want total control over us and our minds in every type of way, so they want to make life party, 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 rock, 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 sex, drugs, rock and roll, have fun, you know, they want your kids to either be on some kind of medication, or they want to, they want to tell you that it's okay to smoke and screw and pop pills, like, that's the whole thing. And if you look at the legislation that's been passed and the things that are happening in, in this society, not only that, but the rem, the, the, the rem of, 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 of homosexuality, everything that is wrong or, 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 or not even things that are wrong, but if everything that doesn't last long, that, that hasn't worked in past civilizations are right today. Those things are being promoted. You know, it's like they want you to do these things. They want your kids to be on medication. Okay, they want everybody drugged up. They want everybody just to be out here screwing and, 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 and doing their thing, and, and life is a party. That's never worked before. It's never worked. No, no, no. And that's what's promoted. It, no, it's designed. It's a plan because a lot of people look at this and, yeah, they shake their head, and you have the right approach. Where's, 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 where do you start? How do you start to fight this in your own life and in your family? I mean, that's where you start. And then you, then you involve the, you know, the broader culture. But the reason it's like this yeah, you look at prescription drugs. I think last I read, like sixty, I think sixty thousand people a year die with prescription drugs. Yet there's no outcry on that. They're building drugstores everywhere, but they want to go for the guns because it's all the system is designed once again to destroy the family. This is what we're seeing to rip down the family, and then what institution becomes more powerful again? The state, the government. That's what it's all designed for. The entertainment make us make us mindless, make us zombies. All these people that know this about the sports stars and you know whatever hip hop or whatever they know all those facts and stuff. They're not they're not changing. They're not involved in the political process. They're not. That's the way it's designed to distract them. Wow. Well, listen, my brothers, I'm past my time. I know I've ran it. Thanks. I've, I've went off. You know, went crazy in here, but. You know, uh, you guys have any final thoughts that you guys want to offer, man? You know, the floor is yours, and then we're going to close out the show. Well, I just, just as believers, again, it goes down to a personal relationship with Christ, and we can regain our homes and then take it from there. And uh, if we don't do that as believers, I think, as far as, you know, that's what God's going to hold us accountable for, not stuff that we can't control, but what we can't control. Thanks. Absolutely. I would I would have to say that the best thing we can do is teach our children how to use proper reason, to make proper decisions, because everything in life boils down to decision-making. If we are equip our children with the tools to make proper decisions, then that pedophile in school can't take advantage of them. There you have it, man. If you arm your kids... There's no way that anybody can manipulate them and take advantage of them. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, it's funny you say that too, and I know I got to go, man, but that's amazing because if you arm your kids with the right armory, people won't even approach them with that nonsense because they'll know that it won't work with that kid. Can't if we work. have more kids that are armed, we'll be ready to go. If we have more citizens that are armed, everything will be better anyway. You know me with my second. But, uh, Shout out to you guys, man. B.I.G., shout out to you guys. Rocco, shout out to you, Mill. Shout out to you guys. See y'all next week, I hope, man. Until then, 
Shout out to everybody out there on the KRP Radio Show. I appreciate the love that you show. You are B-I-G in my book, and you are definitely held to the highest regard. We'll see y'all next week. If you missed the top of the show, check us out, blogtalk.com, blogtalk.com, slash KRP Radio. You can also check us out on the krpradioshow.com. You can also check us out on iTunes, facebook.com, backslash KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. It's me, at symbol KRP Radio Show. We're all over the place, man. Just Google us. You'll find us out there somewhere. We're going to take you guys out on Deep Cover tonight, man. The instrumental. I remember Deep Cover, right? One love. We out of here. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Have a good week. We run Monday. K-I-R-P Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, 
Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 